There. <laughs> Do you want to clap? I did clap. No. I thought you clapped. Oh, I did. I clapped Maybe too. Maybe we just missed each other's claps. And this will make for a great Lord. Global. All right. Along with the discussion of is it yay or is it ye? Please weigh in, Sour Grapes audience. My apparently we discussed this this weekend and we did. I'm pretty sure we did. Either that or I dreamed that we did. In my head, he's Kanye, therefore it is yay. Well, it's like Quixote, Quixote and Quixotic. Didn't we had this discussion last? We've had this we've discussion. We've had this discussion, yeah. Because it's Quixotic, but it makes no sense. That makes zero sense, yeah. No. The English language, man. Anyway, everyone, <laughs> this is... Uh, a freezing cold open. <laughs> a freezing cold open of episode six. Did we decide since this episode four? It's going to say five, six on the thing. We called it seven in our show notes. No one cares. Numbers are made up and meaningless. It is an episode after the ninth game of Baylor's 2021 season. Um, and it's. Sour Grapes with Amy and Etta. And as always, I'm Amy. And I am Etta. And I have no voice tonight. So um, we're going to see how this all shakes out. I but did make her sing me Etta, some Janis Joplin earlier, and it was fantastic. But we were not recording at the time. We were not. So there's going to need to be some more wine involved before you get the uh, the sequel to that. Um, Etta, how's it going tonight? It's been quite a week. That was a long pause. I know. Just it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, like Peter said on ODP last week. <laughs> yeah, he heard me Monday night he say, did. "Oh man, he did." Lemon, it's Tuesday. Yeah, um, it's been a long week already, but a productive week. Last week, I feel like by this time it had been long, but not productive. So at least I'm getting shit done. Well, there was so much like monkey gate going on last That's week. True. So it was really there was hard well, there was monkey gate and like I had a colleague in town who we were doing research together and that was taking a lot of time and I was solo parenting and I'm solo parenting now, but I don't have all the added other people calendar going on. So yeah. Yeah. I actually cooked okay. tonight, so like I know. I cooked last night. Yeah. So my children were like, Mom, what are you doing in the kitchen? <laughs> What's going on? Um, Is how's this your, a special occasion? How's your day going? <laughs> week going? I don't know. Other than uh, the voice. Let's see here. Um, good. I saw my aunt today. We had a lunch date at Connie Rosso. And it was, I think, probably my first time in over a month to see her. So it was good just to check in. Kind of make some Thanksgiving, um, like my cousins oh, are yeah. all coming into town for Thanksgiving, so we're making plans for that and everything. And and I got to have the Brussels sprouts and the macaroni. No burrata this time. But that's fine. It's good. It's definitely not something I would order every time, but it is really good. Right. Right. And the macaroni, meanwhile... Mm -hmm. Amazing, also. But anyway, so that was good. And let's see here. It's been a beautiful day. It's been a beautiful couple of days in North Texas. So got some outside park time in after school. Ooh. Got to run outside this morning. Ooh. No. After weights, man. I've been very productive and I woke up at 4 a.m. So, hey. Super productive. Uh, what productive. what wine are you drinking tonight? I what am oh I think I'm having a tempera te, do I say tempranillo? Yes. Tempranillo? Tempr tempranillo. tempranillo. Some Spanish wine, I don't know. It's good. It's an os, it's Osopardo label, so it has a bear on it, which seemed fitting, appropriate. What are you drinking? I am drinking an Italian one tonight. It is a Valpolicella Ripasso. Uh, I have a good friend whose parents lived in Italy for several years, and I had asked them for some recommendations recently, and this was 
one of the types they suggested. So, so fancy. Well, it, it also was like $9 at Trader Joe's. So, heck yeah. Yep. We love a good deal. I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld lately because it's on Netflix now. Yeah. And did you, you didn't watch Seinfeld or you did? As a. I have seen zero episodes of Seinfeld ever. Oh, okay. But I am aware, I know some of the jokes. They're going to a dinner party and George and Kramer are tasked with bringing wine or picking out the wine while Jerry and Elaine go to get like a dessert to bring. And George is already pissed off because he's like, why do I have to bring a gift? Isn't my presence the gift or whatever? And anyway, he like loses his mind over a $12 bottle of wine. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh, $12 in the early 90s. In the early 90s. I know. I mean, it was more like a... A commentary on yeah, yeah, inflation. Oh, inflation. Yeah. Um. um but anyway, I, I enjoying. So I had a dinner last week um, when my colleague was te- in town um, at my advisor's house, and I had told this colleague that who my advisor used to be her advisor uh, that oh, you know, when we go to her house tonight, I'm I'm bringing a bottle of wine. And she was like, she's letting you bring something? I was like, no, I didn't ask. I'm just bringing because if right. I don't, my grandmothers will kill me. <laughs> like, right. they will know. So, right. yeah. So I brought wine. Oh, oh adulting. I know. Was it $12 or more or less? I think it was 15 it was a another Italian one. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, Mon, Montepulciano to something. My goodness. Yeah. It's no Franzia. Yeah. I was, I, I'll tell you that much. When's the last time <laughs> you saw Franzia? Like not um, at Walmart. Well, in the grocery store. I'm pretty sure I see it. I don't even know that I've like, I don't go into the box wine aisle. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw it in Kroger like three days ago. Okay. I used to love me some Franzia crisp white. <laughs> I don't know that I've it ever. It was just so handy. Actually. To be able to go to your fridge, open the door, and then like put your cup under a little spigot. I'm honestly not anti box wine. No. Because shipping-wise, it's a lower carbon footprint. It makes the wine last longer. I think the only one I've had that I actually liked was Boda Box Nighthawk Black. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, we have strayed far afield. <coughs> far afield. Icebreaker of the night. Yeah. Found this one online right before we started. <laughs> Mostly because I thought of a really good basketball-related icebreaker earlier today, but I was driving and couldn't write it down, and I have no idea what it was. It's the worst. I hate – like, I have those moments more than I care to really talk about, and I always think I have Alzheimer's. But anyway, um, you have run off and joined a cult. Your family and friends are worried about you. What kind of cult did you join? Is there a cult of sports? Like, is there a cult, like, a, like maybe like an ancient Roman cult where we watch sporting events and crush wine with our feet? I feel like that would be my cult. Um, or like a cult where everyone lives in a badass house with a lot of TVs and a pool and everyone sits around on Twitter and tweets about Sports oh, but that life. just sounds like like an influencer house, and that sounds terrible. Uh, I I need a cult I mean, that's gonna like be a Peloton cult. That's like very few people that I have to see in person, and I don't want to worship any personalities. So it, I don't even know if what I do get involved in could be considered a cult, unless it's like the object. That's what I'm thinking, like sports. 
Because um, I, well, I'm I think too, that the beauty of a cult maybe I'm too cynical is that you can make it whatever you want. Maybe I'm yeah. too cynical to follow like a person. Well, why don't? I mean, the answer to that is just to start your own cult. Maybe I'm around the cult what you leader. want it to be. Shoot. Okay, we're having a sports and wine crushing cult. I just made this up. Will it go better than the news anchor who did the wine crushing? Yeah. Do you remember yes. when I shared that video with you? <laughs> okay. Yes. She I had do. Never I do remember that video. No, I was thinking more along the lines of Bridget from Girl Next Door when she goes to Lodi for the grape crushing. Oh my gosh, I have not thought about Girl Next Door. Since Saturday when we we talked about it. Oh yeah, we were talking about it, were we? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, my cult will obviously just be... Peloton. Riding the Peloton. And also wine. So we're basically, we're already in our cults. Oh, I'm totally already in a cult, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, well. Um, (laughs) So anyway... A lot has happened since the highest of highs last week when we were so full of shot and fraud over Gary Patterson getting fired, beating Texas, monkey gate, pole assassin. And I feel like we hit rock bottom on Saturday against TCU in Fort Worth. First of all, though, highlight was that we got to watch it together. We did. With our families. Yes. In Arlington. And the boys all ran. I'm, I am a little horrified at potentially how messy Graham's room might have been. No, it was not really? terrible. Okay, because the boy, I said. But also, like. I asked the boys. They can make any mess if it means yeah. that they all left us alone That's for true. the game. That's and true. They did. I asked the boys how big of a mess they made in Graham's room. And they said, oh, we didn't make a mess. And then I said, really? And they said, well, maybe. No, it wasn't bad. Okay. It really was not bad. That's good. No messier than normal. That's good. Um, that's good. And Sam, I think, threw weights at them a couple oh, of times. Oh, that's true. She so. did. Yeah, she threw some dumbbells at them. <laughs> um, They were just two pounds. Is there like a cutoff where it's no longer a dumbbell? It's just a hand weight? I'm sure there is. I think that – I think two pounds I'm probably – Yeah. I think probably anything under 10. Yeah, that's a good point. Is just a hand wipe. Um, Sam gave me tattoos. Which you still had on. I did. Sunday. Well, are they gone now? I think they're gone now. Are they still in your profile picture? They are. On Twitter? They are still in my profile picture. Okay. I asked her what they meant, and she said they mean hot, hot love. <laughs> She's five, so. Um, I Like, I... I wish that I were – well, no, we won't even go there. Um, we got to see Femi. We did. Omegas. That was wonderful. That night, we drowned our sorrows at Division Brewing, which was – And I found an IPA an I liked. Which was – That was 13% ABV. <laughs> it was so good. I almost drove back by on Sunday to ship myself some. I um I drank a beer with otter in its name, like golden otter or something, oh. and it was also delightful. Enjoyed it a lot. I was like, I have to buy this. This is my brand. Weirdly, anyway, whatever the pizza place is that shares the little patio with Division, amazing mozzarella sticks. Dude, I thought that the pizza was good too. Like the I didn't one eat. Bite. I don't think I ate any of the pizza. It's possible I did. The mozzarella sticks were really good, though. Like, nice and crispy, but not greasy. That sounds amazing. It was, it was good. Yeah. That was good stuff. Um, I Like, did anything else happen on Saturday? I'm pretty sure there was no football game. No football game. Didn't happen. Nope. Nope. Um, yeah. No, both football games that I went to, or that I watched, did not turn out the way I hoped they would. I know. So. When I said last week that I fully expect TCU to beat us, I don't think I fully expected it because it hit hard on Saturday. 
I honestly, it didn't hit me that hard, but I feel like it was maybe like tempered by the joy of hanging out with the pageant crew. Right, right. Oh, I wasn't devastated, but I was just like, oh shit, we did actually freaking lose to a coachless TCU team without their starting quarterback and star running back. Yeah, that is true. We made Chandler Morris look like freaking Kyler Murray out there. Like like, I, an, like an OU starter. What are we doing? Right, <laughs> right. Good job, oh, Lincoln. You know, he got to have um, the game of his dreams, so... I know. I am interested to see what he does this weekend when they're at Oklahoma State for a night game. Yeah. I think I'll feel better if he, like, has a really great game. Yeah. That'll make me feel marginally better. Um, so the the Red Raiders came and raided they sure our favorite coach. They sure did. So Joey McGuire is now the head coach of the Texas Tech Raid Raiders. It was announced officially yesterday, Monday the 8th. He had his introductory presser today. I think he's gotten like three commits in the past day. He's taking James Blanchard with him. He declared himself basically a Texas Tech Red Raider for the rest of his life until he dies. And I am really, really happy for him and... There's a part of me that is having to fight back anger towards Baylor for not being the school that gave him the shot at running his own program because he would have been a lifer yeah. at Baylor. I mean, I, I <coughs> hope he has all the success he could possibly want there and as long as they're not playing Baylor and that... um. That he is very, very happy there. I also am a person who has had so many unforeseen changes in my life that I hate when anybody's like, oh, this is for life for me. Like, um, like that just feels like tempting fate to do something else. So, um, but like, I hope that yeah. if he ever leaves, it is on his own volition to head off to greener pastures that are less flat and remote. Yeah. I do that. I mean, though, and he spoke to this in the conference, like he is um, not a homebody, but like he is in it forever. He, he likes to find a program and like be in that program. Yeah. And I know, like, I know that if if Mac Rhodes had made the decision to name him head coach back in 2020, like, they would not have left unless they were fired. They are Texas people. Um, and if a program is going to give them resources and support, they're going to be there. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't necessarily like I heard people be like, oh, wait until Texas money whips him and that sort of stuff. Maybe. But like, I think that there is an allure to them to like. Plus, he has been around creating a family, every side of football in Texas that you possibly can. High school, college, playing against Texas. He knows things about the Texas athletic program and department and boosters because, one, he's been in an apartment that, as much as we hate to admit it, everyone is intermingled at the college level in D1 in the Big 12 in Texas to an extent mm -hmm. that is wild. And two, um, Texans like to talk. He's seen it. Texans like to talk. And oh, I think it, they're fully aware it, of the yeah, dysfunction. Yeah, and it, it's it's very much a bless their heart. Did you hear about blah blah blah? And it like ev people know. And if I mean you and I may guess the details that are out there about Texas Longhorn football or whatever. He knows the details. He has probably the receipts on the details if he wanted to. I mm -hmm. fully believe that. I mean, if he's the person we. We have no come to know him as uh, he will be running away from that. So, yeah, yeah. So i I think Texas Tech is going to have him 
until they decide to make a change at this point, and I hate it. I love it. I hate it. I love it. I love it for him because he deserves yeah. it, and they deserve it, yeah. and I know he's going to kick butt. I hate it because – yeah. Not only is he not with Baylor, but like he's going to be with a program with which Baylor will be competing directly for many years. And as Texas exits the Big 12 Conference, there is going to be a vacuum in Texas to be like the top Big 12 dog. And yeah. A good on Texas Tech. Good on Texas Tech to make this higher yeah. with three games left in the season. With like a month before early signing day, because all yeah. I think Joey is going to be doing from now until then is like just recruiting. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it's going to be real interesting times. Sure will. We. Oh, you this weekend? Yeah. So, are you ready for OU, or like not quite, or just ready for OU? Where is where is your I think I'm more meter? ready. I think I'm more ready for basketball. Yeah. But Weirdly, that happens before OU, so that's fine. That happens before OU. Um you know, I'm personally one of like two people in the country who's glad that we have an 11 a.m. start cuz totally we're fine like with going it. in, staying the night. Yeah. Um and that means that like we can get back home at a relatively decent time Saturday night. Yep. So you know, I'll take it, and I would love to have a win. But if I don't, the real fun, the real win, is the uh, the time with friends that I get along the way. Yes, <laughs> it's the it, the real the real win is the friends who are now coaching staffs at other schools we've made along the way. <laughs> so. The real win would be if I could stop this ducking cough and this ducking raspy. I don't know. Stupid I kind of like the raspy voice. I feel like we should keep it for a I would little like it while longer. If like there are certain sounds though that like I just straight up can't make at this point. Like so a, like if I just had like full pubescent <laughs> boy, like I can't, I can't like hum or sing along to my Taylor Swift like, songs. So that's do a you bit hum a lot? <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, terrible. It's so bad. You know, I texted um, you Taylor Swift things today, and you did not ever reply to it. I was working out, and then I was, like, rushing to get ready for my lunch. Yeah. And I took a brief nap in there, cause I, or, like, I laid down on my bed and closed my bed, closed my eyes. Yeah. And then I went to school, and then I texted you on the way home from school, and I was like, oh, I missed, yeah, like, that's five true. text messages along the way. That's true. Um. That's about all I have to say about OU. Cool. Yeah, we're playing them. I heard Lincoln Riley is going to LSU, sure so, you know, I'm pretty sure it's Dude. Evan. Right. Like, that account is Evan, but right? Like, it has to be. But are there, like, legitimate rumors about the possibility of this? I don't think so. We were, I mean, we were talking this morning in a group chat and I said, you know, I to me the mo the the person who makes the most sense to me from a Louisiana standpoint is Billy Napier. He already knows Louisiana high school football. He already has ins with Louisiana football mamas, and has proven that he can develop players. So I feel like he makes the most sense to me from a Louisiana and a football standpoint. Potentially not from a that's not a stepping stone school but um, standpoint, but who knows? Plus, I feel like Scott Woodward Does, likes to make splashy hires, so maybe that won't be one, but. Right, because you've got to figure that, like, Lincoln Riley has more cachet at this point, even if he's not, like, completely familiar with Louisiana, like, enough people are familiar yeah. with the job that he's done at OU plus LSU is just the big state school. So like surely he go. Yeah. I'm and I'm entertaining this notion like it's a legitimate notion and I genuinely have no idea. I mean, if you can't um, recruit to the state's flagship school and you leave the cupboard bare, what kind of a coach are you? <laughs> Did you know that I didn't realize this? 
I guess I should have. I didn't know that Lincoln Riley was born in Lubbock. Um, I didn't know that well, either. I mean, it, it does make sense because he played at Tech. But, mm. yeah. Mm. So you got to wonder what's wrong with his brain because he drank all that water growing up. Something is going to arise at some in our... I shouldn't make those jokes. Flint, Michigan. Shouldn't make those jokes. Lead, all that. Yeah, I take it Deer all back. Park, I'm Texas. sure he's a very intelligent man. Lots of places yeah. down in Beaumont. Lots of places down in Houston area. It's almost it's like great. we need an infrastructure week. It does. Um, yeah. Okay. So... I don't know if you're aware of this, but I saw an interesting stat on Twitter.com earlier today. The past three Texas head coaches mm-hmm. have been at four and five at this point in their first season. That's Charlie Strong, Tom Herman, and Steve Sarkeesian. <laughs> Aww. Uh It's ended well for all of them prior to this, so I have no doubt that Steve Sarkeesian will go on to a very, like, illustrious career at Texas as the Texas head football coach. Do you think that right? if he has – if he finishes the season with a – losing – a winning record, do you think that they will give him, like, a – um uh, what, what was what was the, the video game – not video game, the game show – in the 90s, Legends of the Hidden Temple, where they had to, like, assemble the brass monkey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he ends up, like, winning out the rest of the season and, like, actually becomes bull eligible, can we mail him a brass monkey from Legends of the Hidden Temple? I And then can, like, Olmec's palace guards come arrest him and take him away? I miss that show. That show is great. (sighs) Okay. But like, and so Shahan also said this today. So like today, the audio of the defensive line coach screaming at the players after the loss to Iowa State on Saturday, that was leaked to Twitter. Obviously, some player recorded it while it happened. And Shahan was like, we have basically had an entire coaching cycle with the start Steve Sarkeesian era, and it's been less than a year. Yeah. Nine. Like nine we've already in. hit like where he's he's clearly lost the locker room. So there's Discord, players are what? transferring out, everyone's losing, the fans are unhappy. Like that begs the question, did he ever have the locker room? I mean, I would love to track. He down. had he had culture builders like Jeff Banks, um, who left his wife for a stripper. Unless you listen to the stripper, so, the stripper says that he was single. Did he? Did she ever go on TikTok with Micah? Oh, I forgot to follow up on oh, that. I gotta do that. But it was definitely her. Also, her username on social media is Banks. Are they married now? Maybe it's possible. Anyway, man, we are low energy today. I am, and I just got a freaking email or a message, a text message from like the PTA treasurer asking me to send her a list of all the like members. And I'm like, I sent this to the president two weeks ago. Are there going to be four Why people named like Jean again? No. no. <laughs> I've gotten it all correct. This is all just like novel email addresses. Lord. Um. Um. So I. Well, I was up so till I'm doing midnight that. Per doing my previous email, here we are. I was up till midnight doing anyway. space stuff. Your math. Yeah, I'm not very good at it. I swear to God, like it looks like you type about it. It looks like how a sneeze sounds. <laughs> like that's how much sense it makes to I me. Described you, like, to today, me. I described something today as being like the teacher in um, Calvin and Hobbes where it's just like wah, 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 wah. 
Is that Calvin and Hobbes or is that the Peanuts? Oh, hell, I don't know. I think it's Charlie Brown, it could, right? It could be Charlie Brown. But it also feels on brand for <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes, so now I don't know. Probably. Well, maybe both. Maybe both. Could be. Um, anyway. But anyway, long story short, Texas is in complete disarray right now. But the good news is they've got a bounce back game at Kansas. Or no, in Austin against Kansas. The bad news is the last time Kansas played in Austin, they uh, no, no, they did not lose that no. game. When they got beaten by Kansas, was that in Austin or not in I Austin? I thought it was in Lawrence. Okay, wait. Mm. 2021, they're in Austin. 2020. So even years, they're in Lawrence. Lawrence. So, yeah. But, um, was it 2016, I think. Okay. Yes. And then they hired Herman. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like it legitimately occurred to me this morning that Lawrence would probably be a less hostile crowd for the Texas Longhorns at this point. That's not a bad point, actually. I mean... So For many one, people are angry. There's only going to be like 12 people at a game in Lawrence. So that helps. Right. And Texas has t-shirt fans all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. They're, so the, they're the cowboys of college. But I'm sure they definitely won't lose to Kansas. They won't shit the bed. I don't know. I kind of want them to. It would be what? Oh, I what would be the phrase? It would to. be um, re- reassuring diarrhea to borrow a phrase. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think they will, but I would love it, and I will cheer very loudly if it gets close to happening. Um, let's see. Anyway, so Texas has has lost to Kansas, but not in Austin. Um, I wonder if they've lost to Kansas more than that time. Surely they have. I don't know. You know who hasn't lost to Kansas, though? Baylor. Even in their 1-1 season. That's true. Haven't lost to Kansas. We definitely lost to Kansas during, like, like the the Steel years or the Morris years or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, because then there were because they had the Mangino years during that time, and we were still climbing. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. What? So Baylor, Baylor's losing some uh, commitments. Well, stop! Don't read stuff like that. They're they're teenagers, and they are allowed to change their minds. I know. I know. Anyway, what are your thoughts about the defensive line coach tape? Okay, so I saw some comments saying, oh, he shouldn't be saying those things to those kids. I'm like, at this point, if those kids haven't had that said to them at some point, actually, I didn't, full disclosure, I did not listen to the recording, so I just am going off of what I assume it says. Um, but like, you've heard obscenities by the time you're in college. If you haven't, maybe the University of Texas wasn't the best choice for you. Maybe like, yeah, Bob Jones would have been a better choice. Who knows? Um, right. You know, if you can't handle a curse word, you probably also can't handle being allowed to walk on the sidewalk in front of the girls dorm. Who knows? Um, you definitely can't listen to this podcast. That's true. That's a good point. Your cousin you're not allowed to talk to is the one that told you about the podcast. So anyway, um, I don't think you should be screaming at your team like that because here's my, I think my thing is if one of your players is choosing to record this screaming event, the screaming event is not unique. 
Maybe it's the first time you had that big of a breakdown, but you have already proven to them that you don't have their trust, you don't have their backs, you don't have their best interest at heart. Because if you did, they wouldn't be recording it. And I I tweeted basically to this effect earlier that we had a coach and coaching staff who literally left us as a Hiroshima and Nagasaki of college football wasteland. We were the Chernobyl nuclear fallout 3.2, Ronkin, not that bad. Uh, Not great, not terrible. No, it was terrible, but their players still refer to them as my coaches, my people. Like, they did good things for some of those guys. Maybe most of those guys. I can't say to that extent. But the fact that you could have such a bad legacy at a school but still have the respect of your players says a lot about Mm -hmm. what is currently happening down south of us. Right. Um, And former players liked my tweet, so... Yeah, more I than one actually former players from more than one coaching staff. So, yeah, I hadn't even like that hadn't even occurred to me. It was more just um, the the issue is not what the defensive line coach was saying. Like, I think that it evinces in that coach like desperation. Right. Um, I think he sounds like scared empathetic and like he knows his job is on the line although i think maybe the defensive line has been one of the few yeah, like, like performative like performing well units yes. um so i had a couple of thoughts first of all it'd be hilarious if one of the coaching members actually were the people who like leaked this video because they think that it will like um, like bulletin endear board material? the fan base to or they think it will endear the fan base to them like that they actually have fire and they are fired up and they are angry about this and they know that it's not acceptable had that thought second thought if that's not the case then the fact that it was leaked is the problem because that is evidence of a huge chasm yeah in the locker room and between like the coaches and everything. It makes me think a lot. I like my conspiracy theory. It though. makes me think a lot of the Oklahoma state thing last year when Gundy had the OAN shirt on and all of his players were like, no, like that's not okay. Um, But I think that that was more, the passion of the moment and what was going on in society at the time and con- is you know right. continuing to go on now. But, um, and the fact that they were able to move past that. And I think the vast majority of his players stayed and actually did play. Um, yeah, I don't think shows really had that an exodus. even though we think he is, a complete asshat. Adult. His players obviously know a different side of him, at least to some extent. Or even if they think he's an asshat also, they think he's a good football right. coach and that his right. program can get them to the next if level. This person is capable. If it is if it is longhorn players who are releasing this stuff, then it's not just like Hey, this guy's an asshole. It's also like, like there is no value left in this coaching staff, and we want to blow this up because we don't trust right. them anymore. So that's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, telling your players to go ahead and enter the transfer portal, you don't care, is an interesting move in the day and age of the transfer portal. So, and also when they're already bemoaning. The bear covered. But oh well. 
Do you think Deion Sanders is going to be the next coach of TCU? So I can't even say it with a straight face. I, I had not seen this rumor anywhere until I read it in our show notes. So, but like I have not been like extremely online today. Right. Um, I feel but, like Melissa actually tweeted about this Deion Sanders rumor like a few days ago. And she was like, nope, don't want anything to do with this person. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, agree. Um, um, yeah, I had not. And, and that's where it hit my radar. Heard that at all. Um, when I, my, my one weird Deion Sanders fact is that when I was a kid, I had a green and yellow budgie parakeet whose name was Neon Dion. Oh my gosh. Like a budgie, like in, um, Bluey. Do you remember when the budgie dies? <laughs> yes. And my, my budgie also died. Um, oh. but, uh, yeah, his name, his name, Neon Dion. his name was Neon Dion. So. My neon or my Dion <laughs> fact is that I met him at one of those prime prep camps. Oh yeah, uh, I think that was the year I met D'Angelo Hall too. Anyway, the man has the skinniest calves I've ever seen in my life. It, doesn't it just like blow your mind a little bit when there's someone who's like a decently sized human being and have small calves? Uh huh. Just the tiniest little tiny tiny I always, caps, like as big as my. I arm. always tease John because he's like not a small person. No, he, I mean even now, he's a large human. He's six three. I don't know. How, I can't guess. Wait, but he's a broad guy. <laughs> don't shame. He him played. Here. Yeah. He played like Division One offensive line. I always tease him because I'm like, you have very delicate ankles. They're dainty. I kill for those dainty angles. I, I have cankles. I do too. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you do. You do. I, don't I don't think, think you, you do either. Gonna call you. Well, okay. Well, this is just the Amy and I to flatter each yeah. other podcast anyway. now. Um, yeah, tiny I little. Just, but okay. Yeah. Him being the coach would be. I need to go Google Deion Sanders. Hilarious Inc. to me. Uh, calves. Is that going to get me on any sort of a weird watch list? I don't know what, like, he and his spouse do in their spare time, so I don't know. Uh, and I don't know what the 90s were like, really, but, I mean, you could just, like, Google a picture of him, and he'll probably be in shorts, and you'll probably see it. Is he wearing a visor <coughs> in any of them? How does this fit into our never trust a man who wears a visor theory? I feel like he wears a lot of the big, like, bucket hats. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Maybe not. Maybe he's, I don't know. I just um, think it's funny that in the wick, I think he's bunting here. It looks like a bunt. In his Wikipedia entry, there's like a picture of him batting for the Braves, but I'm pretty sure he's bunting. Anyway. Oh, buddy. Okay. So. I know. Okay. Oklahoma so to State answer the question, I don't No, I don't think he's the next coach. No. He's had like three quarters of a season at one school. No. Right. And like. I mean, I feel not like. a big program. Yeah. And any like big noteworthy program he's run has probably been like Prime Prep Academy. Right. Which did not go so well. It went better Although, than Bishop Sycamore. Doesn't that feel well, like it was the like fact that it existed 75 yes. Scaramucci's ago? Yes. Yeah. So time. I do have a um, TCU coach conspiracy theory that's completely. Oh, yeah. You told me. Unbelievable. Like this would literally never happen, but it did pop into my head when I was getting ready this morning. Um, what if all of this. To quote the cinematic classic, My Fellow Americans, what if this is all just a big facade to get um, Chad Morris back into a coaching position? I do kind of wish because I think we've kind of seen that the Chad Morris experiment fails. Yeah. 
as a head coach. And he can go back to SMU. And when also, it'd be Sunny weird goes to be coaching. It'd be weird to be coaching your son. Yeah. I feel. I just maybe not. I don't know. I I'm always a little creeped out by parents who coach their children. Joey and Garrett. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but like Garrett was never right. like the starting guy. Right. Um, I was thinking more along the lines of like when you're when your child is a super high performer and at the top of their game. I think it's incredibly hard to draw that line between when are you the parent and when oh, are you yeah. the coach? Like Nastia Lucan. Right. And I and I have never seen her say anything negative about her dad, but I just I have questions. Um King Richard. Although I think that if I were a gymnast, I would much rather oh, yeah. my dad be coaching me than some fucking predator. Yeah, that's a so. million percent true. Um, um Yeah. Yeah, no, it like, like Tiger Woods. I know he and his dad though. had a very complicated oh, relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, because he saw his dad banging it out with other women all the time. I mean, there's always that. And but. then look what Tiger grows up to be. Anyway, uh, Oklahoma State alone in second place ahead of us now. Mm-hmm. Their remaining games are TCU. Yeah. This weekend at night in Stillwater against Chandler Morris. So we're excited to see how Chandler Morris actually performs. Or if it was just like the Baylor phenomenon. Tech. Tech is what's interesting to me here. I'm very, I know that Joey is not coaching coaching yet. But like, do you think he's going to be like helping with game planning? I think from a ethical standpoint it would be very i feel like maybe he wouldn't at least against us but also who like i don't know him personally it just would seem out of character um i would definitely be changing my my call signals and everything right Um, play calls uh what else was I thinking? I don't know. I, I was thinking more like the excitement bump might help the players. Right. Of like, let's, you know, uh, let's, him, let's, him, let's impress our new dad. Uh, let's win it for Joey. Yeah. yeah, it's really weird to like know that the guy who's like your interim head coach yeah. is not your coach. Yeah. I don't know how that all I'm works out. I'm curious to see am, like if going forward we'll continue with this path of firing coaches mid-season and hiring their replacement before the end of the season. Like how will that play out? Right, it's very it's weird. super weird. I don't, I don't know if I, I like it. like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it for like the players who literally had like three days to say goodbye to Joey. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Like I don't fault anyone in that, but like it's it is weird. Super it's weird. very abrupt. Yeah. Um and then like Sonny Cumbie, what's Sonny Cumbie thinking? Like, hey, here I am game planning, trying to put tech in a position to win, although really am I? Because it's not my job and I don't Where was he was he I mean at I guess TCU? if Joey like he was for a long yeah. time. He was a co-OC with Meacham. So I guess like if Joey wanted to be like, hey, do you want to be my OC? Then he would have skin in the game. Yeah. But otherwise, what like. I mean, I feel like. It just all seems very weird. Joey has proven that he can be a good coalition builder. I mean, he's been with multiple yeah. coaching staffs now at Baylor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Can't wait. The last three weeks of the season are going to be fun. You know what? At least we don't have the last three weeks of the season trying to figure out if we will become bowl eligible. Already there. That's true. Unlike Texas. Also, it's really fun, I think, to have two of the last three games at home. Oh, yeah. I like that. Um, That's ideal. Uh, I keep forgetting, really, that the Kansas State game exists. Does Kansas State oh. actually exist? Uh, unless Not you lose really. to them and get fired. 
That's true. Gary would know. It's a big hazard. I think probably Aranda's safe this year. Who yeah, knows? I agree. Um. Uh, uh, basketball? Basketball starts tonight? Yeah. Ooh. Are the ladies the still la- playing? Do have we they, have a Lady Bears? Have they finished? Have they con- consumed whoever they were playing? Texas State, I think. Yes. Let's see here. Oh. While we look that up, the Nalissa Smith tweet. Yes. About Nikki. Uh-huh. Something along the lines, it's nice to have a coach who has your back or something with the, like, bandaged heart. Yes. Heather Nay. Yeah. She was – Sent us a text about that She today. was the second person. It definitely caught my eye when I saw it. She was the second yep. person who had sent it to me today. And uh, it says, feels good to have a coach that believes in you. Um, oh, coach that believes yeah, in yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Bound up heart. Uh, because the quote from Nikki Collin is, she's not one of the best players in the country. She is the best player in the country. The best. Um, And so I try not to speak ill of the dead because <laughs> she's dead to me. Um, But I have always had the feeling that unless you fit – a certain mold of what she thought you should be and what she thought was appropriate. So talented, aggressive, hard worker, but feminine pretty. and pretty and funny. Um, Personal. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. That. Spunky. Um, that Kim didn't jive with you. That she she was glad that you could maybe perform for her and succeed and get her where she wanted to go, but you weren't her people. And that always irked me. Because if you're a coach, you are in charge of these girls and and boys and those are still such formative years and you are away from home and you are dealing with maybe trauma from when you were at home and you're dealing with how to become an adult and what that means emotionally and spiritually and maturity wise and to not have somebody there who you know has your back Like, I don't know. I just, I have seen how players who have left who maybe didn't fit the mold of what was favorited among Kim's previous players and how when they've left, they have blossomed after some rough patches of some of them trying to figure out what does it mean to be an adult? What does it mean to be grown up and have the support of people? Um... So it's really exciting to see Nikki supporting our current players and supporting our previous players. Like during the playoffs for the WNBA, I saw more pro Britney Griner tweets from the women's basketball account than I think I ever have, even when she was playing for them. You know... I do want to be fair here because I know that like Crystal Sanders, for example. Yes, that is that is a good point. Has has loved Kim Mulkey and thought that Kim Mulkey did a great job of bringing in like Lady Bears from yeah. Baylor women's basketball players from the past yeah. and bringing them, the, them into the fold. But I'm also like, okay, but is that because in the past, like everyone kind of conformed to a certain yeah. like – norm of feminism. Well, and I, I mean, I think there's something... I don't know. There, There's definitely something to be said that for that. Like, I am thankful for everything she did for Baylor and for Baylor women's basketball. That doesn't mean she was excellent for everyone. So... Right. Oh, and like, to be clear, there is no love lost oh, yeah. for me yeah. and Kim Mulkey. Uh, 
the the thing that Heather initially, I think, messaged us about was like her sending Dee Dee oh, yeah. LSU gear. I had not seen that. I, I haven't and I'm like, looked at that yet. I think Heather said she saw it on Instagram yeah, or something. She did. I'm like, Kim, Dee Dee is a Baylor Bear. Yeah. Like, stop. I mean, in in some so, like, ways, that annoys me. in some ways, I get it because it like, you know, if somebody who is really important to me, informative to me, moved on to a new job, because um, I mean, in some ways, it's like your your second mom or whatever. Uh, if you have that relationship, um, does that mean I would wear it and post it to my Instagram story? No. No, it does not. <sighs> Kim, where's my LSU gear? Um, oh, yeah. We've got like a bona fide LSU fan here. Ugh. Uh, so anyway, the Lady Bears are playing in Arlington on Thursday night. Ooh. I would love to go. I've got a PTA meeting. Ugh. I don't know. Maybe Todd will take the kids or something. I don't know. Uh, or maybe we'll go at like halftime. But the Baylor men will be raising their banner. Yeah. 6.45 Friday night at the UIW game in the Ferrell Center. That will be fun. I am going to be in attendance with my entire family and my best friend Lindsay and her husband and her two sons. And then we're going to stay the night with them and go to OU that morning. And I am going to have a Feral Center hot dog between the banner raising and tip off. I have Feral Center hot dog questions. Somewhere down in the concourse. For you. Okay. Feral Center. I don't know why they're different than McLean, but they are. You take the meat out of the hot dog bun and then you eat it? I eat the meat. Then I eat the bun because the bun is steamed. Use a fork. It's so good. And I. No, no, I just eat it. I thought you were anti hand food. And then I compress food. all of the bed. Oh, no, I love hand food, just not a taco. I love a sandwich, too. Sandwiches are gross. But, like, a hot dog is firm. Like, it's all in one piece. Whereas a taco is a lot of different components that are better off in a bowl. I would argue that if you were eating a hot dog the right way, it's not all one piece because there are toppings on it. <laughs> but... Mm. Hmm. That thing needs no topping. No. Needs spicy mustard and caramelized onions. That's what it needs. And some sauerkraut. Mm. No. Mm. So good. Ugh. Mm. So good. I can't God, help it. You're such a fucking Yankee. I'm such a little German <laughs> Chicago girl. Chicago or something. I think it's New York, actually. Um, I don't like Chicago dogs. There's too much weird stuff. Like, like, is Chicago the one that has like all the speckles all over the bun? Yeah, and what, what's like the – doesn't it have like – Cucumber or something? Or pickle? Well, pickle would make sense to me, but like... (laughs) There's something weird. Maybe a tomato slice? Is there like tomato? There's something weird. I don't know. I I like a hot dog. Sonoran dogs are the best dogs, so... It's like... What dogs? Sonoran dogs. It's wrapped in bacon and fried. And then it has like jalapeno (gasps) relish on it. Oh, when we go to Cancun with Todd's company, one of the resorts that we stay at, because it rotates, um, has like a foot dog, a foot long bacon wrapped hot dog. And the first year that we went, I think Todd and I were like 28, so still very young. Mm. And I think that Todd ate so many of those that by the end of the trip, like, was he just was like, so he was swollen a hot dog. up. With the sodium, like it was just, it was horrible. And he learned his lesson and he'll never do that again. I think I just made the executive um, decision that on Thursday when we all have like a holiday, (laughs) we're driving to Tucson for Sonoran dogs. That sounds really good. Because I will drive an hour and a half for the right food. Anyway. I mean. This is a food podcast. This is a food podcast with uh, football and wine sprinkled in. Yeah. Um, it was really good to like wake up this morning. Or actually, it wasn't when I woke up. It was like an hour after I woke up when Peter tweeted out the link to the first yes. Our Daily Bears basketball basket of the season. 
I liked David Hornbeek's hot take. Hot take, which was that well, Texas will finish fourth or lower in the conference. I loved it. I'm getting very tired of all the Texas love. There's like it's inexplicable. Far too to much Texas love. Far, far too much Texas love. I also I really enjoyed um, hearing Kendall talk about his experience at Big Twelve Media Days. Um, yeah, and saying like, you know. All these people are basically like fawning over talking to one or two people. And these other coaches are just sitting around. And so, you know, he's gotten right. to have some good combos with them. Um, and that they're oh, and sure. that they're very honest. Because I'm sure they're just like, finally, someone to talk to. Here, you get all the dirt. Someone cares about what I you have to say. You get all the dirt. My mom used to always say, like, the best. Like, the best thing you can do is ask people questions about themselves, and they will talk and talk and talk and talk and talk because they that is true. love to have someone interested in their lives. That is very true. And if you're a good journalist, you know how to do that. Yep. Anyway, have your kids gotten the vaccine yet? They have not. They are getting them Saturday morning before the game. Our pediatrician <gasps> is doing a vaccine clinic. Oh, yay. Ours are next Thursday because Todd will be out of town and I didn't want to like risk a bad reaction when he was going to be out of town next week. So yeah, yeah. That's a good call. I think we will all like, I guess we will all be like fully vaxxed by Christmas time. And then we no longer have to care what the idiots do. A weird and exciting. for that. I mean, I do not think that vaccines are the end all be all. I just... We'll finally be at the point where everyone I care dearly about will be vaccinated or at least have the option to be vaccinated. And I just could not be bothered to care what the idiots think. What Aaron Rodgers does anymore. Like our school district has been pretty firm about like, hey, I know like we said we would keep reevaluating masks, but at this point, community spread is still really high. So we're going to keep masking. And last week they sent they sent on. an email that was like, all right, so since the vaccine is now approved for five to 11-year-olds and that is all of our student body age group now, um, we will continue to mask through the end of the semester and next semester it's optional. If you want to mask. Free for all. You can <gasps> do what you want to do. You can F around and find out. Yep. I'm just like, oh, and next week I start my role on the supplemental materials committee. So. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I have a whole lot of like uh, downtime (laughs) uh, holiday podcasting shit. Oh, yeah. Basically, I just wanted. Are we done? I think so. I think so. Um, Game. Oh, but you want to you want to run some shit. I don't want to now. Oh yeah, there's game. I don't want to be in charge of anything. I just want to make sure we don't have to like both sides the Holocaust. So let's be let's be four and zero by the time we talk again tonight, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday. Well, I do it. Okay, we're mixing sports here, right? Basketball, basketball, and football. Okay, I was like, that's more games than I thought we had. What's going on? (laughs) We are not going to talk again until December. <laughs> FYI. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. All just right. kidding. Um, um I'm sure there's volleyball in oh, there yeah. at some point. Hopefully too. I just don't. this coming week we won't have to be sour about ourselves and be us be the sad grapes. Um I know. Hopefully. Wait, who's K State playing this week? Who's getting fired? Uh sheesh. I don't know. I don't know either. K State's gonna get somebody fired. Your guess. Your guess is as good as mine. Hopefully not us in a couple of weeks, but until next week. Also, if you are at the game Friday night, let's eat a feral summer hot dog together before tip off after the banner raising. Oh, they're playing West and Virginia. As usual, we will be tailgating. Oh, gonna tailgate. Gonna hopefully see a Baylor victory. On are Saturday. all four of y'all going to the game? All four. May the odds, I regret may the odds be lot. ever in your favor. 
I know. I know. I was like, Todd, like this game I care about. And he's like, oh, we're going to get beat. It doesn't matter. Do you matter. need me to send you more F35 coloring pages? <laughs> I just need her to like uh, draw more dead squirrels too. I am so. all here. I'm going to look for a like happy tree friends coloring book for her. Send it to yeah. Sammy. She'd so, love it. Anyway. She was up at 4.30 this morning writing letters to Theo, her boyfriend. Lord love a duck. I know. Someone's going to have a boiling bunny on their stove soon. Well, sick em bears. It's not going to be me. It's going to be Theo. Sick em bears. Take another little piece of my heart. I can't make it like soup. Um, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about doing it and then I was like, no, this is a terrible idea. Abort, abort. And there we go. Yeah. But like, I can't sing at a higher register at all because it's just. <laughs> so anyway, me and Janice <laughs> love everyone sick and bears.